Hi, I'm Elizabeth, and welcome to the Be Weird and Wander podcast. This podcast is for creatives and adventure seekers who dare to carve their own path. If you're on a journey to live a more inspired and adventure-filled life on your own terms, this is for you. I'm a writer, yoga, and meditation teacher, and newly full-time RVer. I'll share stories of travel and connecting with nature and how living the practice of yoga can allow you to live your most empowered, aligned, and inspired life. Hi friend, I'm Elizabeth, your host of the Be Weird and Wander podcast. In this episode, I'm talking about the concept of what it means to thrive and exploring the question of when will it feel like you've made it or you've arrived. This episode is for you if you are a recovering perfectionist or if you're just somebody who has strived to achieve great things in your life, but in the process, you've struggle to extend the same patience and compassion for yourself as you do for others. So long story short, the other day I was on a Zoom meeting with two of my friends. We were finalizing or we were finalizing details on our upcoming retreat and I was sharing my screen and working on the aesthetic of a document and kind of getting a little too uh, detailed with it. And one of them said to me, Elizabeth, stop being a perfectionist. And it was kind of a funny moment because it caused me to reflect on that idea of what it means to be a perfectionist or an overachiever. And while those are terms that I've never necessarily identified with, they brought up some interesting questions for reflection and sort of this idea of holding ourselves to kind of immeasurable standards sometimes. And so that's how this podcast came into being. So let's get into it. So with that, with that comment of like, don't be a perfectionist kind of prompted me to start writing. So while I have never identified as necessarily a perfectionist or an overachiever. I have always, at times, I've set perhaps unrealistic expectations. I've always had this desire to achieve great things, whatever that looks like. Growing up, I always kind of set, in some ways, some of these these major milestones and goals for myself. Some of them including higher education and then pursuing a graduate degree and then, you know, stacking this kind of stacking of accomplishments and sort of wanting to transcend circumstances in a way and aspirations that we hold or this need uh to achieve or or to feel fulfilled by stacking up of achievements and sometimes is innate within us and then other times it is a combination of our personalities and our our background and then 
in some cases, maybe it's imposed upon us. It's in our environment or our family or just maybe our circumstances that drive us. And so I wanted to bring this to you. You are someone who has experienced some of these shared struggles of what does it mean to thrive, right? Or when will you feel like you've made it, made it in life? As I mentioned previously, I have in retrospect, looking back, I've realized that I've set unrealistic expectations for myself and have held myself to a very high standard, which maybe in theory doesn't sound like it has anything inherently wrong with it. But when you don't meet those expectations or those milestones by your sort of self-determined timeline and then move into negative self-talk or just not being as kind to ourselves, then it's something that we can acknowledge and we can examine. So while at the same time I have had, I have made these unrealistic expectations and I have engaged in negative self-talk, full disclosure, at the same time I can also be proud of what I have accomplished, how far I've come personally and professionally, how we have built, rebuilt, how we've started over, how we've Maybe you've broken into a new industry or a new role, or maybe you've committed to continued learning and personal development like I have. And these are things that I've always really valued and invested my time in. And so that is something to be proud of and to celebrate. And so thinking back to how I arrived in this space of this present moment, the struggles that I've had that have led me here. I know that since I can remember, I've always felt that I needed to do great things, to transcend circumstances, to make something of my life, to travel far, to seize opportunities, and to thrive. And many of us have that desire, right, to to be thriving and in whatever way that manifests in your life, whatever that looks like for you, it can be very subjective. But if I really think about it in the yoga practice, if you are not familiar, there is the eight limb path of yoga. Um, and the first two limbs are the yamas and niyamas. Yamas are the agreements or relationships that we have with the world. And then you can think about the niyamas as the agreements we have or the way that we interact with ourselves. And so santosha roughly translates to contentment. So this is a key part of the yoga practice, practicing this contentment within and cultivating this sense of peace and ease internally, um, regardless of external circumstances or accomplishments. And so this has been instrumental for me over the last 
few years in particular, because if I think about what it means to thrive um, and, and what it means to feel like you've made it in life, if I settle into this notion of santosha or contentment, mostly I have. Mostly I have made it. I'd be lying if I said there weren't a numerous amount of struggles along this journey. There were hard years where it felt impossible to go on creating as a writer in a world where it feels like at times art isn't valued or as important as other things. (laughs) When really I know that the opposite is true. When the world is in turmoil, we need more art. We need works of literature. We need art that wakes us up, makes us feel, and makes us feel connected to others and reminds us of our shared humanity. And so, and the world needs more vulnerability. And of course, as an artist, putting your heart into your work and whether or not you choose to share that with the world or a wide audience, it, it, it takes tremendous vulnerability and courage and openness, openness, and also the energy that it takes to create despite external circumstances, despite hardship, to dig deep and share those parts of yourselves with uh, through your art. And so if you're like me, and you have a history of being hard on yourself, maybe you haven't like me, haven't always shown yourself the same amount of grace or extended or extended the same patience and compassion to yourself that you've shown to others. I see you. (laughs) I hear you. um, And I've been there. And one of the best ways that I've been able to begin to show myself more compassion, more patience has been through the practice of yoga. And I'm not talking about necessarily the physical practice of yoga or asana practice. That's just one limb of the eight limb path of yoga. And while it is a very powerful practice and it gets you out of your thoughts and into your body and being who you are embodied, The way that I have been able to overcome some of these internal struggles surrounding accomplishments and external factors and then the the self-talk that accompanies that um, and developing more compassion and a better relationship with myself has been through the practice of meditation and through the other limbs of yoga. So the the yama, the niyamas primarily are the way that uh, the agreements that we have with ourselves. And so reflecting back and thinking about what it means to thrive in many ways, 
I have made it in many ways. I am thriving. Um, and I am done striving, rather striving and reaching for something beyond where I am right now. So really embracing this present moment, this season of my life is allowing me to fully step into that practice of contentment, that practice of Santosha, where in the past that I think we, many of us can relate to this, like early on in our career, we can feel lost or we can feel like we're not, we haven't accomplished enough. We haven't reached that financial stability. We haven't achieved a certain title of a, a job title or a certain type of position, or we're not working for um, our an ideal company, or maybe our company values don't align with our personal values, or maybe we're not even working, we're working in a field that's outside of our educational background, and it feels like we're out of alignment there. Um, and I've been in all of those places. And no, I, I can't say, and while I'm not going to say, oh, I've arrived at this amazing state of financial security and that everything is just perfect <laughs> um, because I've embodied this practice of contentment. No, <laughs> I'm not saying that. But what I can say is that I can choose to be, we can choose to be content with the version of ourself that we are now and appreciate the journey, all that it has taken to get you this far and pouring compassion into yourself will allow you to get much further, get much closer to whatever goal, whatever step you take next um, than choosing to engage in negative self-talk and just feeling like you need to be anywhere else besides where you are exactly right now in this moment. It's much more productive to realize that you have everything you need right now to achieve all that you desire and that you are whole right now in this moment. And so right now, in this season of life, I'm much less interested in conversations surrounding titles, job titles, or positions, but more of who you are, who I am at the core of your being, or who I am at the core of my being. And so some questions that came up as I was reflecting on this, this idea of thriving in relation to our personal and professional journey that can be maybe a better, <laughs> a good exercise for, for journaling or even maybe at your next gathering or maybe to improve any networking events. That's like what comes to mind, right? So who are you really? Who have you always been? What parts of you and your personality are coming forward in this season of your life? What makes you 
you, your heart, your soul, your personality, all titles and roles aside, not who you are within a family unit, not who you are as part of your job or what industries you've worked in, but who at your core have you always been? Maybe even thinking back to childhood. What parts of you perhaps have been dormant for a time? Maybe you've released parts of yourself or you've suppressed parts of yourself for one reason or another in order to fit a certain role. Or maybe it was a result of the political social climate as a result of your role or your environment and what parts of you are you calling back and so maybe just taking some time think about these questions maybe write about these questions or even have a conversation with with a friend or a partner and just wanting to extend this invitation to you to settle into the feeling of arriving at exactly where you need to be and embracing life just as it is in this moment, who you are in this moment. And lastly, I'll end with an affirmation. I am whole, I am safe, I am capable and deserving, and I have everything I need in this moment when I can choose to thrive. And in this moment, I choose to thrive. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to announce that I will be leading yoga retreats with my good friend Mimi through Empowered Soul Retreats. And our next upcoming retreat is our Reflect, Restore, Thrive Retreat in North Myrtle Beach this September. So if that sounds awesome to you, you can learn more at EmpoweredSoulRetreats.com. And you are also invited to join us live on Wednesdays for guided meditations on YouTube. And we will also be streaming that live in our private Facebook group, Empowered Soul Retreats Yoga Community. So I will link all of that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and hope to see you soon.